My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are here talking to Nicole Darren. She's an intuitive astrologer, karma coach, and psychedelic coach, and we're going to be talking about embodying your higher self and ending karmic cycles. Uh, it is so important for those of us out there that feel um, a little bit different in this world. Um, you know, there's a reason why you look around at the ordinary world, which, uh, you know, could also be called the matrix uh, at some level, this kind of ordinary thinking, karmic thinking, unconscious thinking, um, and the ways that we create dramas in between each other. Uh, when you start to notice that and stand back from that and say, what's going on here and I want more for my life, that's usually the turning point where your spiritual awareness is awakening. I know a lot of you out there have already experienced this and are struggling with, with the things that come along with that. Um, congratulations, by the way, I think it's a better place to be. But um, for those who are just trying to figure this out, I think this is a great conversation for you to know that it's only just the beginning and it's important to choose choose your higher self, choose what you're called to do. And um, Nicole is someone that helps helps people do that. So welcome to the show, Nicole. It's great to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to finally connect. Oh, you're very welcome. So why don't you share what you do as I mean, you know, you're no ordinary astrologer, there's a lot that goes into to your work. So can you share a little bit about your your full spiritual business and how you serve people with your work? Absolutely. So um, my highest duty is just to assist the collective in really actualizing their highest potential aligning with the higher self. And what I realized early in my path is that astrology is a tool that really facilitates that. So as I started studying astrology and I've studied um, and I work with all different types of astrology, so traditional astrology using timing techniques to help people understand the cycles that they're in of their life, that there is a higher order to the things that are occurring, as well as psychological, esoteric, and evolutionary astrology. And in my opinion, it's the evolutionary astrology that is most important really in helping people understand what the soul wanted to accomplish in this lifetime. It's it's all in there in this celestial map, this snapshot of the sky. And when I have a client sitting in front of me, you know, the main things they want to know about is like, what is my purpose? I, I feel like there's a higher purpose from me. You know, they've had their initiation or started their awakening and they, they know that there's something better. And they typically know the higher self knows what they're supposed to do. So as an intuitive, that's my ability is to be able to communicate with the higher self. But then I have this map, the natal chart is the map and I can really make sense sense of it for the client. Like um, the rising sign is our best indicator of really what the soul wanted to accomplish here in this lifetime, the <laughs> archetype that they want to embody. You're laughing. Um, and I know it's because of your rising sign. And I realized <laughs> I didn't ask you, tell me your rising sign, please. Well, I'm a cancer um, son. Uh, yeah, son, but my 
rising sign is Gemini. And I used to have the hardest time with Gemini's and the hardest time with the whole Gemini thing. But yep, absolutely. As I progress, as I grow, that's, I can see that all over the place. And I had another astrologer share that with me as well. So I'm like, hmm. And it was more based on Vedic astrology. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I am more of a Gemini. So I had to You're learn to embrace. Gemini sun. Yes. Yeah. In Vedic. Yes. Yeah. So I had to embrace those qualities in myself. And therefore, then the Gemini stuff that used to bug me doesn't anymore. It's actually like, okay, yeah, I can see the strength in that. My Cancerian self can embrace all of that. That is so um, beautiful because I am a Cancer sun as well. Oh. Um, cancer is the most intuitive sign in the entire Zodiac. And there are certainly um, psychic indicators in the Zodiac and Cancer sun, Cancer Mercury, Cancer moon are very, very intuitive um, indicators in the birth chart. So I am a Cancer sun and I am Libra rising. So also air rising, we are learning to communicate <laughs> and, and figure out the details and bring things together and like really you know, because as cancer sons, we feel so much. And then it's like, well, I don't even have words for, for the messages, for the intuitions I'm getting right now. And air rising is really us putting words to those feelings so that we can guide and teach. Yes, absolutely. I have <laughs> I have noticed that and, and really embracing the voice, embracing, yeah, the, the intellectual side of kind of making sense out of all of this. Mm -hmm. And that that's definitely something that became a superpower that I, I didn't realize that was what was different, that I had this deep feeling Cancerian stuff, but also it's like, well, I can intellectualize the heck out of it and explain it in 50 different ways. So a lot of people can understand it. And I'm like, thank you. Even though this was hard to rectify and balance in my earlier years, it's certainly a gift now. So yeah, definitely those opposing sides I think astrology is amazing for that, for understanding ourselves, understanding other people. Um, you know, I have my little reference book, Astrology and Relationships by David Pond. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah. Yes, very good one. <laughs> anytime someone comes to my life, I'm like, let me check, let me check their signs <laughs> so that I make sure I don't get tripped up on anything, you know? Totally. And what it does is it really helps us to have compassion for all 12 of the zodiac archetypes like when you know sometimes when you're triggered by like maybe an aries and they're like super bossy and they're super loud and you're like what is wrong with this person it's often that you don't have as easy access to that in your chart and we're meant to embody the whole chart we have every single one of these archetypes in our chart um and some of them are just harder to access so when you have this understanding of the different archetypes you have compassion oh they're just an aries like i'm not as good at that i can learn something from this Aries. And of course, there's always high road manifestations and then lower road manifestations. And I like to coach my clients on those because sometimes we can get stuck or in the lower vibration of the archetype, but it gives such a compassion for what everyone's made of celestially. It's like, oh, they're not doing that to bug me. Right. You know, they're just a Gemini. <laughs> they're just an Aries. I say that because... <laughs> <laughs> problems with Gemini and Aries they get a bad rap or Scorpio you know yeah, but do. there's such beautiful high road manifestations of each of these archetypes so what I'm really coaching my clients through the lens of astrology is to a like really like cherish and embrace what you're made of because you designed this chart for a reason you design your chart and then you come down here and incarnate to embody it. So, so you're the one who says, I want to be a cancer son in this lifetime. And, and I really want to learn this Gemini archetype, which would explain why it was an edge for you. Cause you're, cause you're learning to em 
embody it. And that's how the soul experiences growth. Even the difficulties, even the sticky points in the chart, like they're meant to serve your higher evolution. So when you start seeing it from this cosmic lens, it gives you a lot of peace as a human, like, okay, there's, I, I didn't do something wrong. I'm not being punished in the chart like this is a part that I'm supposed to live through and embody and really grow through and that gives such solace knowing that there's a higher order and you didn't just mess things up oh yeah absolutely yeah if it's I mean I've been living by this for a few years now and I used to think it was so cliche but it's true if it's not a blessing it's a lesson so if things aren't going well it's good to ask ourselves well what is it we're learning here what how can we make it into a blessing when we look back on it and say I'm so glad that I went through that because now I've become this new version of myself or this evolved version and the other thing that came up while you're talking is um, how this helps in relationships in my view is is that we do have a higher self that's aware of all these things when we tap into it and and yes we are designed our spirit our spiritual journey is designed with you know in connection with our archetypes in the astrological chart but it helps us separate the egoic reaction mm -hmm. i mean and you said it but i just that's that's a point that i would like to share with the listeners that that reaction to the aries or to the whoever you know rubs you the wrong way it's like instead of taking it seriously, and that's something we talked about before we started today, um, not taking it so seriously, it's like, okay, well, we're soul to soul here doing something, learning something. I don't need to take it as a personal slight. I don't need to take it like even, I don't even need to judge it. It just is what it is because it's not going to change. It's going to yeah. evolve and grow with them, but it's not going to change. So how is this a mirror for what I need to learn for myself? Yeah. And I call that like turning on the observer. You're just observing, you're observing what you see and, and, and you're not putting judgment to it. And then, you know, maybe you're noticing how it feels in your body. Like when, when someone with a big, strong personality or someone, you know, else who's very talkative, or maybe someone who is stoic and not as in tune with their emotions. Um, how, how is that feeling in your body? Like, what is the experience you're having? Because it's about you. And there's usually indicators in the chart and there's always medicine to find in the chart when it comes to like looking at your elemental distribution, like what you're made of, you know, what your karma is. Saturn is a great um, indicator of what your karma is in this lifetime. I do a lot of karmic coaching, coaching of Saturn, um, people going through their Saturn returns, which is mm -hmm. between the ages of 28 and 30, and again, 58 and 60. So these are pivotal times in our life and understanding the cycle, understanding the lesson so that you can be more in your observer and, and have an understanding of like, oh, this is an edge for me. This is what I'm growing through because Saturn will come around every seven and a half years. We're in a Saturn cycle. And where, if we're not doing our Saturn work, our karmic work, Saturn is the planet of discipline and karma, then uh, Saturn's going to tap in and be like, excuse me, <laughs> you're not you're not doing your work you get called into the principal's yes. office let's move and, along here <laughs> yeah and then and you're gonna have something come into your field and have to deal with that so that you can learn and grow through it as you agree to when you came down here in this lifetime because we want to be growing as a soul that's why we come to earth school it's not to like free ride, you know, go to the beach, you know, just lay around. If not, we'd be in the astral realms, just relaxing in pure love and light and like love frequency. But we come down here because of the densities and because of these experience. And it 
hones our souls like a diamond. There's a waiting list to get here. People, <laughs> you know, be beings are dying to get down here to incarnate, to learn these lessons because it's such a rapid school for the soul. It's, um, it's just so incredibly humbling to when you start to understand that and when you start to really hold in reverence this human experience even with a difficult birth chart and and some people have easy birth charts and some people have more difficult ones it just depends on what the soul needed at the time mm -hmm. this chart was designed and then you come down here and you get to actualize it yeah that makes total sense i love that and and also explains the connection between um things i always always mention because being an intuition coach that we can read read the chart the same way you know basically it reads the stars but you can read your body you can read the cards you can read things it's all about discerning the meaning and discerning the guidance from these multitude of, of tools and that is an extremely powerful and well-developed tool that that helps a lot of people and i certainly love it if i had time i would learn it myself but <laughs> there's only so much time in the day and you get called to certain things right you get called mm -hmm. to certain practices so i, I want to ask you a little bit more about your path because now that we've entered into that conversation about you know the density and and the learning um because we have these more strong learning cycles where it's very difficult and and we're sledging through the muck or through the matrix as as we might call it and then we do have these moments of awakening or ascension is, is one of the new buzzwords for that like kind of rising out becoming more aware so can you share about your journey to the place where you are now helping people the way you you do i know that you had you know, careers that that were great at the time that you grew out of, you have had relationships you've had to walk away with uh, away from. So can you share a little bit about the change that occurred even a, you know, a few years ago for you? Absolutely. Um, it's my honor to share that because it really, um, my Ascension story is, is so special in the sense that um, it felt at the time like everything broke loose. And it was this knowing, this guidance from spirit saying like, no, no, this is happening for you. So really I was, I was a national broadcaster for 15 years and then um, eventually transitioned into uh, real estate sales. And I was a business executive and um, I, just, I was making a ton of money. I had the, the beautiful condo. I had the husband, I had the clothes, the car, you know, all the human things that you think like, really like, you know, like I got to get the car, the husband, the this, and I, and I had, I had acquired all of that. And there was still, um, this longing, but, um, she was being quieted. That longing from my soul is being quieted by just like more stuff. And if I just keep in the, if I keep grinding, I go on nice vacations, it's gonna, it's gonna feel good. And what happened was I was in a, you know, difficult Saturn cycle, um, in 2021. Um, I was, I was, staring down the barrel of a divorce um, from a narcissistic a, abusive partner. And I was lying to myself for a long time that, oh, this is okay. Like, this is good for me. I was, I was bargaining with myself on what I deserved. And I was in this job and I was making a quarter million a year to do just, you know, take people out to lunch and, and wine and dine people and bring contracts in. And on the Scorpio full moon in 2021, I was finally signing the finalization of my divorce. And I said, oh, I'm going to be fine. I have this great job. I make a ton of money. And um, I finalized the divorce. I went um, and saw my, uh, my energy worker, my shaman, who I then eventually would do a mentorship with. 
um, and I did a cord cutting ceremony and I asked spirit to remove all of the cords of the things that didn't serve me. And the very next day I was laid off from that very lucrative job. Wow. Yeah. That's how it happens, isn't it? Yes. All, all of the cords removed. I have chills now just reliving it because I know it was such a pivotal point that I wouldn't be here doing this soul work, talking to you right now, if that never happened. And it was the scariest thing that ever happened. Of course, it was a Scorpio full moon and a Saturn cycle and all these like weird. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time, but like then when I was an astrologer and I looked back at the date, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here I was, um, you know, I just signed my house away. I'm having to leave my house. Um, I am divorced. I have no job. I don't know where I'm living. My dog had just died a couple of months before that. My Yaya, who I was very close with, who was also an astrologer actually, um, had just passed. So here I am like stripped bare. Mm. And also with this knowing that I wasn't going to go back to the matrix, that um, there was a spear inside me, like, I got to find a job. I got to find safety. I got to like, and I had these offers and people say, oh, I'll get you a job in tech sales. I'll get you a an, an, you know, job in title or in real estate. You'll be making 200K. And I just said, no, it has to be something with more purpose. So it was quieting that fear in my body that says like, you're scared. You, you need to figure out how to make money. You don't have a partner to provide for you anymore. You don't have a job. Um, and this quiet, calm, knowing this message from spirit that said, no, you're going to do something with more purpose. And this is happening for you. And I didn't need an astrology chart to know that it was just, Mm -hmm. that was the initiation. This is happening for you. So what I did was I just, I cooled it. I, I put all my things in storage and I went to the Canary islands for a few months to really just dial into this connection with spirit to really dial in and access my higher self and work on my practices and be still and be quiet and be in solitude and in nature is a water sign. I know you live Mm -hmm. near the water. I I just, I said, I need to be near the water. I need, I was on these, you know, volcanic islands with like so much like natural, gorgeous energy with a connection to the moon every night and ritual and, you know, deep in exploration of this thing that I was creating this connect that started with the connection to spirit. And, um, and I came back from the Canary islands and I was still scared as hell. And I started putting one foot in front of the other, knowing that this was the path. And, um, every day I worked on it. And what, what was difficult was giving myself one year to not work because every single person I knew was like, well, you, maybe you just get a job to, you know, bring some money in, like, you know, that safety net. Mm-hmm. And that's not how I operate because when I give my energy to something, I give it all. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted my energy to this. So I had to keep myself from like doing like the scare tactic, like, let me, let me just get a job to make it better and make it not feel scary and sit with those emotions and regulate my nervous system and, you know, and study and these different modalities and energy work and, you know, astrology and, and everything that I learned. Um, and just, I promised myself one year to mm-hmm. not be back to, cause I needed that long to deprogram from it. Yeah. And then when the year was up, I understood the assignment and I, cool. and I started moving on it. I love that. And that it happens so often. I mean, if not always to us that end up stepping into leadership, teaching, coaching, healing roles, that there is that moment of the the whisper. And maybe it comes throughout life several times, like, you know, you're going to do this thing here. 
you're you're a little weird here you know you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna struggle a little bit with this but then that's so that you can go and do this and help others that are feeling like you are now i know i had that moment that aha moment several times but when it kept coming i was like okay well then what and we have to trust in the divine timing of all of that as well because we're still learning we're still unfolding we're still breaking the karmic cycles um, um and i want to talk to you a little bit more about that before we move into the the reading portion today but it's it's just it's just so important for those listening to to hear Nicole's story and know that if you're called into this work in a bigger way and you feel stuck, just know that again, look around, say, what are my lessons? Where where is the karma still happening? And maybe it's for you, maybe it's for someone else. And you're you're awakening and they're still kind of working something out, and that's the agreement. So sometimes that it works that way also. Um, but I feel like it's important to know too that time of deprogramming and the time of being with yourself in solitude. That's one thing I recommend to my clients for intuitive development. Also, you've got to break away for a little while, six months minimum, mm -hmm. to really get to know yourself, to get into your energy, to call yourself back home. And then you feel stronger to then take those steps. But sometimes that that divide can be scary, right? Yes, it's it's that sovereignty. That's so I'm so glad that you tell that to your clients, too. And a lot of a lot of us like don't exactly have the resources and we need to figure out how to get that time. But it's it's quieting the noise because a lot of the noise coming in from our friends, our family, society, you know, the jobs like it's all defunct programming. It's all patriarchal programming. It's matrix program to keep you small, to keep you trusting in systems and structures outside of yourself rather than your own intuition. And when you have this precious private time, like to connect with your higher self, to connect with your guides, um, all that stuff melts away and it gets so much easier. It, it gets does. so much easier because you're like, I have my internal compass. People are like, how do you know that? I'm like, spirit told me, like, don't worry about it. Like I know <laughs> what I know and I don't have to prove it to anyone else now. And that time was really valuable because I had to get the gunk out. I had to regulate my nervous system. I mm -hmm. had to sit in quiet reflection and look at these different parts of my life where they weren't serving me because whenever I got off track, the universe would come, you know, tap me on the shoulder or smack me in the face. Really? Like, it's mm -hmm. like, do you want to learn the lessons the easy way? Or do you want a complete tower card moment, which I had, and you know, I have Scorpio placement. So I'm like, yeah, I love the <laughs> bring pain, it. Bring, it. bring it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't recommend for everyone. <laughs> That's why I like to coach them and say like, this is the cycle you're at. like, do you recognize this? Like we look at Saturn timing, we look at other indicators in the chart and we start to paint a picture of how things keep happening and then how we can break and heal that cycle. Because when we heal it in this lifetime, we heal it for all the past lifetime, like That's for right. all the past timelines. That's right. That's why it's so big and why it feels like you can feel like a different person when you start to break those cycles and notice that I, I'm gonna um, call back to something you just said about, um, well, yeah, we were talking about calling the soul back home, but being with yourself, regulating your nervous system, seeing the structures for what they are. And I think the, the biggest empowered moment is when we see that our awareness and our choices can, it, they, they're the source of everything we're experiencing and the stories we tell about those things. So when we realize that's where the power to change our reality is, it may sound very woo, it may sound very magical, but it's very also very just psychological. Mm -hmm. When when we bring it home to that kind of, you know, very grounded way of thinking, 
that's what changes our lives. And noticing in these, you know, karmic cycles, one thing that I like to, how I like to think about breaking cycles is whoever becomes more conscious in the situation that you're you're breaking through the karmic cycle you're becoming conscious and aware therefore you can move into the dharma of the cycle instead of staying in the karma and staying in that unconscious kind of interaction and say okay well what's my purpose now that i've realized this let's move on to that but we can't expect everyone else to to get it at the same time because we're all on our own timelines so i think that's a really key moment to know that's when we can feel like we're alone on the path although there are a lot of other people doing this work but in your own way, you're alone and, and you will meet up with people that match that new, more conscious vibration. So anybody out there struggling with that time um, or, or saying, oh, should I, should I break this off or not? I think these are great stories to be inspirations for you to know that it's not over and done. There's, there's a long process to this and a beautiful growth and, and awakening that's happening. Yeah. And even if you're not interested in the birth chart or you don't have the ability to read it or see an astrologer, what I like to do is just make it very simple, especially because we all have our intuition and we all have this inner knowing. And I like to ask clients, well, is this decision coming from love or fear? And, you know, you may say, oh, no, no, it's coming from, so no, no. It, it, when we chunk it down, Everything stems from either love or if you're staying in a relationship, staying in a job that you don't like, is it because you're fearful that you can't get something better? Mm -hmm. Is it is, or is it because you love where you're at? It's very easy when you break it down to just, and then ask yourself, keep asking yourself questions. Is this because I'm fearful? Because the truth is the universe is endlessly benevolent. And these, like these desires you have are meant to be made manifest. I can see them in the chart. I'm like, yes, of, of course, you're supposed to be a writer, you know, like you, you have Gemini on the midheaven, like, and you have Venus right there and you're creative. And, and if you have this desire to write a book, like who's telling that you, that you can't write a book, mm -hmm. are you telling yourself, is there program outside that, you know, or, or is there something that's recurring that's saying like, oh, you know, you need this to do that, or like, you're not enough. And then we start healing that part of you, especially in the subconscious. Cause we know the subconscious is running the show. Let's be real. <laughs> um, and sometimes yeah. consciously like clients will say like, no, no, like I, I, I feel good. I feel like this. And I'm like, your subconscious disagrees. <laughs> and that's what, that's one of my things is like, yes, I can read the chart, but I can also read the subconscious emotions and I can see the cycles happening. So it's like, sometimes you need someone to just shake some sediment loose mm -hmm. in order to start working on that. And that's why I've recently over the past months, I've been studying for a year, um, in the realm of psychedelics and have worked with multiple gifted teachers and mentors to start bringing psychedelics into my practice because a lot of people want to actualize this potential and there's just too many blocks there's too much sediment and layers of programming mm -hmm. and what the psychedelics are able to do is break up some of that some of those layers of programming to mm -hmm. challenge that to build new neural pathways so you can actually actualize this higher timeline because sometimes it's not as easy as like well you know this you know my psychic coach said that this is but there's still programs in your body there's still right. nervous system regulation to be done so um that is a recent addition um and i'm currently have a wait list for psychedelic clients because what i noticed is a lot of the clients like they want to break through um, but they're having difficulty and that's the gift of the medicine um, that is able to give us so we can have these spiritual experiences and, and reprogramming and, and unwind some of the messiness. 
I love that. Break on through to the other side, as they say. <laughs> Join us. It's great over here on this side. That's right. <laughs> the view is very beautiful. That's for sure. That's for sure. All of it. And that, that is embracing all of it. And uh, we talked before uh, we began today about some, some challenges that we all face, no matter how aware we become, no matter how long we've walked the path, there's always kind of that next level. Um, so Nicole, you shared with me that there's your, your you're, you know, not only doing the psychic delic work now, and that's probably calling this up for you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm aware of this um, from sometimes working with it myself, that it can get into the, a little bit of the weird in terms of the kind of messages you want to bring through. And, and, you know, maybe a small part of the population is going to understand or only people that have, you know, gone through similar experiences will understand. But there's also this um, beauty in being able to translate those experiences in that kind of weird alien knowledge into human language. So you mentioned that sometimes you feel a bit of a struggle with that. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yes. Um, and you're absolutely, what you are such an intuitive woman, Molly, <laughs> like that's what it, the, the psychedelics, um, and my work specifically with psilocybin, um, has brought up this desire to be more open about, you know, these, these secrets to the universe and the, the, the medicine, um, and, being, you know, especially in Instagram and in the public eye, being just an astrologer feels more comfortable. Um, mm. And I have these knowings and I, and I have this connection with the medicine um, and the cosmos. And so I'm, I'm in the process of bridging those two together, but um, there's that edge that like, where it feels like, well, is this safe? You know, I've proven that it's safe to show up and give my cosmic knowings, but is it okay to, you know, really come out? And I am in a place, like, I'm grateful that it is, um, legal to be using the medicine. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a, a block that I'm playing into that I'm kind of like brushing up against about like, just give them all the weird. Don't just give them the safe weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. I absolutely do. And it is an interesting challenge. <laughs> um, so let me go into that for just a minute for you. And we'll see what what spirit has to say today just to help you. I know you do a lot of this work on your own, but it always helps to get that, you know, a little bit of extra something and validation from the outside as well. Grateful so, for your support. You're so welcome. All right. So as I step into your energy, the first thing I see is that you've always felt this difference and, and this kind of um, ability to shine your light stronger than those around you. And I feel that in your younger years, there may have been some wounding around shining too bright or keeping yourself down just a little bit to make other people comfortable. As I'm talking, I feel like it could be friendships, but it might be someone in the family as well, or more than one person in the family um where you know you're getting accolades you're doing well i don't know if you did um acting modeling something like that yes all of that yes okay all of it um and it was definitely friend groups um my whole family they are cancers my twin brother my mother and my father all can and very supportive of oh good shining um but absolutely with um possible sister wounds and mm -hmm. my my it's so interesting that spirit came in with the word shining because that's been something for me molly shining too bright being too shiny you don't want to off you want to help people so if you're too shiny you can't help as many people mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Well, they are. Yeah, that's where that if we're talking about karmic cycles, that's one that's still woven in the one that you're trying to unravel at this point, because I get my wild woman card, which is about just being your true wild, awesome self, letting your freak flag fly, um, sharing all your knowledge, getting as weird as you want and drawing in people that are like, oh, my God, she speak my language. And maybe <laughs> even if they don't understand, they're like, I want to. I want to understand that language. Um, but the illusion of, of, of trying to stay safe for others and make others comfortable is still there. And I'm not sure if there's anyone specifically that you're trying to keep safe through this or if it's just the ghost of the past. It's but probably it past lives. I, it feels um, like this is to be healed for many, many lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's very much, um, well, I get the soul recovery card, this yeah, mm -hmm. soul retrieval on top of that. And um, it's I want to put it in two different places here because I feel like it's crossing you, but it's also what you're coming out of. Mm -hmm. And there's still a story to be re reworked and retold. So in any way that you can do that work to revisit that part of yourself, um, whether it's through the psychedelic work and the ceremony work, or just in general, just asking yourself, like being with that part of yourself and saying, hey, what's going on here? Like, what are we really afraid of here? And if she can't really name it, that's gonna help you continue to see, all right, well, I'll do this extra thing today that maybe is a little bit scary or I'll share this extra knowledge or this channeled wisdom. Uh, I know for me, that that's one thing uh, on my solo podcast, I do some channeling and I ended up getting to where I could channel it first and write it and then read it. And that was more safe for, I guess, my ego self, but it also mm -hmm. seemed to translate a little better. But I would have people come to me and say, I love it when you just channel. And for me, I'm like, that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I would be afraid that people are gonna think I'm crazy, I'm weird, but it's like, but that's what where the um, the healing energy gets delivered. So I feel like whatever you're wanting to share is a very similar kind of thing. And as as undiluted as you can get with it, the more people are gonna get out of it. And it may be less people, but the the people that that like the astrology, they'll be like, oh, well, she does that other thing too. But I, you know, I'll just listen to the astrology. They'll take what they can and leave the rest. I'm so grateful for that insight because everything you say resonates so deeply and my higher self knows it. So it's just talking to other powerful beings, women like you who are connected to spirit and getting that message. Cause you're not, you're not the first friend of mine, um, with be a, a beautiful evidential medium friend of mine. So the same thing, she's like, you're not weird enough. You're not like full spectrum weird. And I'm like, <laughs> and like, and the people in my group containers and the people and they love what a weird alien I am so it's like okay girl I think um also what's coming through is some programming from being in television and having to be mm -hmm. a certain way yes. and having to be kept in that box for 15 years so um I'm I'm grateful for this insight because now I'm gonna like just play with that edge I'm yes. gonna play and you're gonna you're gonna hear more about my full spectrum of offerings instead of um just playing in my safe space because I for a lot it. of people you know, even astrology is like weird enough. It's like, okay, we already did that. Like, let's show up online with even more. <laughs> that's exactly right. And and one thing is anything you're not, you're putting your energy into that's not giving back to you. I feel like that's going to be a big way to shift that and and start you know going. Well, this isn't feeling right to me anymore. And it, it's a weird thing. I'm sure other spiritual practitioners out there will know what we're talking about. 
but it gets to a point where you love, love, love what you're doing. You love it and it's fulfilling and you're feeling that flow. And then it'll come a time where like, no, I'm like, I'm being told to do something different, but this is what I know. And maybe it's different. It's the same as in any career, any job, like this is what I know, but I'm being guided, except no ma manager is guiding you. It's spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's this in, kind of invisible voice from source that's saying you, you're supposed to do something different. And I, I can't tell you what it is yet, but this is, this, this is not it anymore. So yeah. I feel that there may be something for you that's not fulfilling as much as it was. Um, and just don't be surprised because you're receiving that new vision and it is your purpose. And um, it is breaking apart some parts of yourself that hold your voice back. Um, I, I do see writing, more speaking, just more, more, more from you. And future. my North Node, um, North Node is another indicator of what the soul really wants to do in this lifetime is in Gemini writing. Ah, uh, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. yes, I, can yes. See, I can see written words. I can see you talking about your experience teaching. So it is, you know, client work, but it's also like more teaching work, almost like a, well, kind of like a, a, she's coming to mind right now, the Gabrielle Bernstein kind of, I'm you know, work. I'm a big work. fan of her. Scorpio yeah. woman. Yes, I'm yes. a big fan of her. <laughs> <So> <laughs> lots of big crowds teaching on a broader scale and also doing the things that you're doing now. So I can see that for you. Absolutely. I'm grateful for this connection. I'm grateful for this conversation. It's just so important to me to raise consciousness and, and help other souls really ascend when the time is right. Awesome. Love it. This has been absolutely wonderful and great to get to know you as well. So where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about Nicole Darren? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram. I'm very active there at Nicole Darren, um, N-I-C-O-L-E-D-A-R-I-N. Um, also, NicoleDarren.com is my website. I'm currently um, compiling a wait list for psychedelic assisted um, services, and I have a beautiful business partner, and we are going to be bringing healing retreats as well this year all over the country. Um, so yeah, definitely sign up for my email on the website, stay in touch or follow me on Instagram and just stay tuned. I am designing a new website, which will include much more of my weirdness and all of my offerings. <laughs> Let the freak flag fly. I love it. <laughs> my Aquarius moon thanks you for that permission. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> all right, my dear, you have a wonderful day and thanks for joining us again. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.